the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in, Rob Black, your money. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare for briefing.com. How are you, Patrick? Hi, Rob. I'm doing fine. Thanks. How about yourself? Doing really well. I opened the show by talking about how in the next 40 years, and I call an investment lifetime 40 years from age 20 to 60. Um, in the next 40 years, if we see another year like this, I would be surprised. It's been that good of a year, up 29% on the S&P 500. Um, is that kind of thinking good or bad? Because I guess I'm kind of limiting myself a little bit. Yeah, um, you know, I, I frankly, I would not be surprised if we saw another year like this uh, here in the next 40 years anyway. Um, you know, I don't know what those drivers are, and and, uh, and who knows, you know, if you could be working off of a, a, a much lower base, too, that makes a year like this year possible. But all that said, uh, you know, when you have that, uh, as an investor, you have to maintain that long-term uh, outlook that that patience to stay in the market. It's been a time-tested strategy that even though you've really have seen some uh, some real uh, broadsided hits certainly over the last 10 to 15 years, um, you know here we are and and uh, simply buying and holding during that period while uh, while difficult to do at times uh, has been ultimately rewarding. So um, you know no one knows what the future holds, uh, but I'd say you know there is an outside shot certainly that you get another big year like the year we just had certainly over uh, over that long time frame that we've uh, talked about today. I guess what I'm trying to get at is that um, it was a year that you didn't want to be out of the market and yes we've had years like this in our lifetime but um, I try to get people to stay in the markets and not to read too much of the headline news and really just play in the market because it was a glorious year and to have missed it it's not once in a lifetime but pretty darn close. Right. You know, there was certainly a huge opportunity cost um, by not being involved in this market. And, you know, like a lot of pundits had, had said, really since 2009, you know, that what the Fed was doing was, uh, was really going to uh, screw things up, you know, and there was a lot of... Uh, uh, scary sounding prognostications about the implications of the fed's policy and and uh and thus far you know they haven't rang true um you know inflation being you know number one aspect there and we still have not seen that despite all that the fed has done uh with its quantitative easing and um and yes you know you've got these artificial supports underlying the stock market here in terms of price action uh and that could be disruptive here as we see the Fed starting to pull back on its quantitative easing. But, 
you know, what we've learned uh, certainly, you know, over the years is that these markets, they can stay overextended for a lot longer than you think, and despite all of the very sound reasoning behind why they do not belong where they are. Um, that's just the nature of things uh, with a you know highly liquid market, and so uh, obviously a very large opportunity cost. Not only not being in the market this year, but not being in the market uh, over the last five years, really. In your opinion, Mr. O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst with Briefing.com, do you think we are now in that ten-year Treasury is going to stay at three percent area, and the markets will start digesting that? Are we have we made that transition in the ten-year Treasury? No longer in the low twos, mid twos, maybe upper twos or low threes for a while. Well, it certainly uh, makes sense. We think uh, with the you know outlook for an improving economy uh, that should lend itself to more bank lending activity, uh, ideally more corporate investment activity, uh, more job growth, more income growth, and so you should start seeing all those things pick up, and 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 that should press you know inflation rates uh, higher as well. But uh, right now there is still so much slack in the labor market that uh, the wage income component uh, is not likely to prove uh, super inflationary at this point. Of course, we also have the the energy revolution in the U.S. here that's keeping energy costs down, and so that's an important component as it relates to uh, inflation trends, and that's going to be a, a key factor in, in driving those long-term interest rates. So I think, you know, we, we probably have, have you know, moved into a into a new level, as you allude to, is where we see, you know, rates more in the 3% area versus, uh, you know, 2.5% and lower. Um, and and the, mark, the market, you know, as I look at the stock market anyway, it seems to be okay with that um, because you're seeing that move to 3% coincide with in, improving economic data, and, and that's a good thing. You know, that's going to ultimately uh, bode well for, for corporate earnings if you get this uh, economic pickup that's been really elusive here over the last uh, many years. Um, so the, the, the key thing, though, really will be, I think, the, the pace at which interest rates pick up. Right, so moving from you know two seven five to three percent here has been tolerated just fine. You know, going from three to three and a quarter probably still okay. But if we get a, a quick spike, you know, up to three and a half percent and above, uh, then it could be problematic because a spike like that would probably be driven in large part by. Uh, the market fearing that the Fed is now behind the curve and removing its accommodation because the economy is getting better and therefore is inviting a greater risk of inflationary pressure. Taking a look at 2014, one of the trends that you talked about was the lower energy costs, the oil boom, natural gas boom in the United States. Is that going to play out as positively as the early press releases make it look like? Well, we certainly saw some some benefit of it, uh, you know, this year. Um, it should certainly continue to be a positive here for for manufacturers and for the U.S. as a whole. You know, the less reliant we need to be on imports from the Middle East, all the better. And then to become, you know, in that export-oriented uh, countries relates to energy supplies is, is certainly going to be be helpful. So uh, with the added supply there, um, you know, it does become that supply-demand relationship, and the, the excess supply we've got going right now should work to help keep uh, energy prices 
you know, down and relatively lower than they would be otherwise without that excess supply. So, you know, on a net net basis, it should be a positive and continue to be a positive uh, anyway for the U.S. economy. Briefing.com wrote, I thought, a pretty smart piece a couple weeks ago on Obamacare and how the average person under 30 probably just going to be wise just to take the penalty because it won't really add up to much. That wasn't your recommendation, but that's what was the insight. How does Obamacare play into the economy? Because from what I'm hearing, it's about $250 for a policy out of people's pockets. The deductibles are pretty high, so people aren't going to use it as rapidly as they thought. The pre-existing conditions are going to be pricey to the nation. Uh, any insights that you can glean from Obamacare this early in the game? Yeah, gosh, um, it is it is challenging. And um, Bob Green uh, wrote that piece you're referencing uh, and is ahead of the curve column on briefing.com. And, and it's a salient point. Um, you know, the key thing to make Obamacare work ultimately is to get, you know, younger people to sign up to use it uh, because they're going to, you know, basically help shoulder the costs of, uh, you know, those enrollees with pre-existing conditions and, and older enrollees who have, um, you know, a greater need for medical care than these younger, healthy people do, and so that's going to be continue to be a recurring concern in 2014 um, that 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 might not transpire. You know that you just don't get the young people signing up for it, and and of course you're rolling into the midterm elections, and uh, you know if say for instance there was a Republican sweep. You know, um, and you're going to start hearing, you know, increased talk about repealing Obamacare. And so the, I think really what we know at this point is that there's still a great deal of confusion surrounding Obamacare. And if the political calculus changes so that you get to a point where you're going to start um, thinking that there's a real credible chance of repealing Obamacare, it does create, you know, this cloud of uncertainty again as to, you know, what the next step is. Um, now, having said all that, you know, we've we've heard – you know, just generally, a lot of generalizations about how Obamacare is going to hold back hiring activity, and and you know, on the margin, you know, it probably has, you know, for some small businesses certainly, but you know, what we're seeing in the labor market data of late does not suggest that it has been the real impediment that uh, to hiring that it has been made out to be, but um, but. You know, costs are going up and taxes are going up for certain individuals who are going to help shoulder the cost of Obamacare in 2014. And, and, uh, you know, and that could be, you know, leave the economy being a little bit less than it otherwise would be, uh, if they lose some of that disposable income potential because they're, you know, paying higher taxes. We've got a little less than a minute. We're speaking with Chief Market Strategist Patrick O'Hare, Briefing.com. He's been brilliant this year with his insight. Anything that you're working on that we should be aware of to look forward to in 2014? Right. Well, um, quite honestly, I wish I had some great insight for you, Rob. But uh, the fact okay. of the matter is, I'm going to be on vacation next week. <laughs> I'm not working on anything at the at this very moment. But uh, one of the things I'll, I'll be doing before I leave, though, is looking at the earnings outlook for the uh, for the fourth quarter period because you know earnings growth is going to be key to that 2014 outlook. Uh, we need to see this transition from the Fed-supported economy to a real economy that's driven by quality earnings growth, and that could help sustain the stock market rally we've seen in 2013. Thanks very much. It's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst with Briefing.com. It's independent insight into world and domestic markets. I think it's can't-miss type of reads. Um, as far as financial information goes, I start each and every day 
Honestly, I do. I'm not just saying this with uh, Patrick O'Hare's uh, morning commentary. It's called uh, Page One. Uh, and like he referred to, there's other analysts that work there that publish insights, obviously including the economists uh, and, and others. Uh, it's worth the read. Take a look. Briefing.com. It's briefing.com. We have an up market. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Talk about it and the end of the year. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 